0: You are listening to the You Are Techie podcast, episode number 173. Welcome to the You Are Techie podcast, where it's all about growing in your techiness so you can find the tech job of your dreams. And now your host, technology learning coach, Ellen Toomey. All right, so today, what we're going to talk about is this very important Concept called journaling. And before we dive into that, I want to share this really groundbreaking concept with you that I actually was just listening to Brooke yesterday. So I don't agree with everything she says. I'll say that out front. You don't have to agree with everything that people say, but this groundbreaking quote from Brooke, she was actually talking about it and how it changed her life and how really nothing was the same after she learned this. She taught me this and I read her book and I was in her coaching program and I listened to her podcast. And once I learned this, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm just going to tell everybody that all of your thoughts are choices. And then people are going to just start behaving so much better. And I'm just going to tell you quite just authentically and from my own life experience, I gave my parents and I, this was a beautiful thing. I love this. My parents and I share books. My parents go, here, I'll read this book. Hey, Ellen, can we have a book? And then we kind of exchange. And so I love that because I feel like sometimes, you know, they they don't get me, I don't get them. And so we can share and engage through books. I think it's a beautiful thing. And I gave my dad Brooke's Self-Coaching 101 book and he like legitimately was angry about it. (laughs) He hated it. He hated it, okay? He hated the book. So my dad being one of them, I don't think everyone just immediately gets this or even agrees with it. But I will say that if you are open to this concept that all of your thoughts are choices, if you can be open to that, you can make monumental shifts in your life. And the reason is that you can look at your thoughts and you can hold them outside of yourself. You can put them in your hand and you can decide if that is something that you want in your life. So, Brooke taught me this concept. All of your thoughts are choices. So, just so we're clear, like I was not a diary kid. I did not grow up writing and I like to tell this funny story about how my my sister and my best friend are she's she's the same person. My sister is my best friend. She's a nurse and her name is Bridget and she she was a very good student as as was I, but she refused to do journaling. In Mrs. Van Slambrock's religion class, you're probably thinking that I just named that name up. Come on, I could not come up with that. She refused to journal and so she got a D in religion. So she hates journaling. However, later in life, she, I don't think I was the one who convinced her on this, but she did learn to journal and started journaling. And so if Bridget can journal and Ellen can journal, I think that anyone out there can journal. There's, we come by this very, honestly, not from people who I mean, I have cousins who, they journal the whole life and it is this beautiful thing. That is not how I do it. I journal like an engineer. So <laughs> I want to encourage you to journal. And so kind of going back to this idea of all of your thoughts and choices, how do we even know? We so frequently have thoughts we're not even aware of. How do we bring awareness to those thoughts? And the, the way that we train our brain to do this, it's not the only way, but it's this is a great training ground is journaling. Before I move on, I just want to tell you that journaling is the goal. And how you journal is not all that relevant in the beginning at all, really, not even a little bit. So if if there, I'm going to give you a couple ideas of how to journal. And if something strikes you and you feel like, wow, I feel like that works for me, or you have no idea, so you just try a couple things and then you learn what you like and what you don't like. So just keep in mind, there are different ways to journal and there's not just one way to do it. And the other point I want to make about journaling, because I really want to sell you on this idea is like, So you are developing a relationship with yourself. And the one thing I can tell you is that the more that you are able to develop a relationship with yourself, the better off, the more capable you are to show up for other people in your life. So I can tell you that when my kids were very young, I had zero relationship with myself. Totally lost myself and my kids. I had my only identity was my children. And that was a lot of pressure, especially for Reagan, my oldest. She could feel it. Because my performance was tied to her performance and reengaging and learning and growing in my relationship with myself actually served her, actually helped me to be a better mom. And so I think that is true of every relationship of your marital relationship or your sibling relationship or your coworkers relationship or whatever it is. If you develop a relationship with yourself, you get to decide what you're going to be angry about, what you're going to be happy about and what you really care about. And if you really care about something, then you might make different choices about who you spend time with or how much you engage in certain things. So journaling, here's a way that people swear by, but I've actually never done this, so I, I can't really advocate it or not advocate it. People swear by morning pages. I have my journal. I use like a really cheap notebook, but I think morning pages, you can buy the journal. So morning pages is just, you set a timer for 10 minutes and then write your thoughts as they come unfiltered. Let the stream of consciousness move your pen across the page some people find this really embracing. And I would say that, you know, the Myers-Briggs, maybe if you're an ass, this might really resonate with you. Sometimes my students, after looking at a lot of their thoughts and doing a lot of, we call it, Brooke will call it mental hygiene, they don't have that many thoughts that are coming to them. So one of the things I will say is that you can journal on your goals. So if nothing's bothering you, you're like, I don't know, I'll i just-, just think about anything. You can j- always journal on your goals. After <laughs> that, that's me. I'm always moving towards your goals. So morning pages is an option. For Brooke, the way that Brooke does it, and she doesn't really ever explain it like this. So I'm going to explain it like this. So for Brooke's journaling, she uses something called the model. So she, You also set a 10-minute timer. Then you brain dump what's annoying you. And you can fill in the word frustrating, angering, whatever or a goal that scares you. So what we're trying to do is elicit strong emotions in our brain dump. So you really, she again calls it mental hygiene. So you're just like clearing out. This is what's so great is that oftentimes if we clean out, if we brain dump what's bothering us, we don't have to uh, put that out onto someone else or require someone else to respond in a certain way. So this is something that if I don't do my mental hygiene, I really notice that a lot with Kevin. I'm expecting him to respond as my husband. I'm expecting him to respond a certain way. And then when he doesn't, I'm super helpful and letting him know he's exactly how how I would like him to respond. But the reality is it's my brain and I can control my thoughts, whether he responds that way or not. Okay. So then you do an unintentional model and then you do an intentional model. I'm going to walk you through that. But the big thing is that for number two, the unintentional model is the thought that you have in your brain that you're looking at, you're unintentionally thinking this. You might choose to keep it. You might choose to keep it. You might choose not to keep it. But you're looking at that thought and you're saying, I'm unintentionally thinking this. I didn't even know I was thinking it. Let me bring awareness to it. And then, then the third one, your intentional model is, is what you're looking to say, oh, maybe I want this new thought. And what would that bring? And then we're going to go over the model in a minute. Deciding what to do ahead of time is another component of journaling. So when you are doing the number three, the intentional model, what you are doing is you are deciding what to do ahead of time and then reminding your brain of that again and again and again. So when you decide ahead of time, and then no matter what, no matter what happens, no matter where you are in terms of your thought process or your your feelings, no matter how you are feeling, okay, so I knew, you know, I was sick last week, I had the flu and now I'm sick, I have a cold. But I'm, how am I doing that? How am I showing up? I'm a magician. No, I'm not a magician. I just have decided ahead of time what I'm going to do. And then that is how I behave. And that's a part of this model. So the model is literally the unintentional and the intentional. It's the same model, but you're putting different things in the T line. When I say C line, T line, F line, A line, R line, that's shorthand for circumstances, thoughts. Feelings, actions, results. So our circumstances are not changed. So when we write down our circumstance, we want that to be as factual as possible. So I'm going to give you an example of something that might elicit a strong emotion. Okay, I'll just use my own personal example. So Kevin did not run the dishwasher when I asked. Let's say that happened. That totally could have happened last night, but I'm pretty sure he did. Anyway, but let's say. I asked Kevin to run the dishwasher. He did not run the dishwasher. So we're trying to just lay it out as factually as we can, without strong, without adjectives or strong emotions. We could just say, Evan didn't run the dishwasher. And so the thought in an unintentional article, they be like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with them? Why didn't he do what I say? Why didn't he run the dishwasher? But then that feeling is going to, what? What is the feeling that's going to come out of that? It's going to make me feel like, Angry, right? I'm going to be super angry. And then what actions are going to come out of that? It might be, I might brood, I might complain, I might text some angry text messages, yell at it, whatever. And then what are the results? We're mad at each other. So that's all unintentional. But now, if I use my intentional model and I'm really looking at the results, you might think, okay, the result is that you want to have a beautiful, amazing marriage. Well, in this circumstance, it might be. But another thought might be, I'm going to have an amazing day at work and I'm going to crush it. What are the actions I need to say? I need to be taking assertive action from a space of excitement and enthusiasm and energy towards my work. And the feelings that I have are excitement, enthusiasm, and energy. And the thought, Kevin didn't listen to me. Kevin didn't love the dishwasher isn't helping. The thought I could have is, I'm focused on work. The dishwasher will get done when it gets done. And you might say, well, that's super, okay, well, what, like, you just say it and then it is? No. One of the big pieces is in the unintentional model, you need to feel the feelings, and then you need to practice holding that thought and changing it and then feeling new feelings. And so this whole thing is a practice that is not easy, but it is worth it. It is such a better way to live your life because people do stupid things all the time, okay? They don't run the dishwasher or whatever all the time. So every day, I mean, there are seven of them. Do you think all six of my family members are doing what I want all the time? No, they're not, and I'm sure that's true in your life too. Your coworkers, your family, your neighbors—they're not going to act the way you want them to act all the time. And so, what this model teaches us is how we can show up the way that we want to show up, regardless of how people behave. Now, you might say, but there are in, there's injustice in the world, and they, people do bad things. They need to be taken. They need to be accountable accountable. Yes, but you are going to come from a more empowering place. If you decide your thought ahead of time and you decide how you're going to change hearts and minds, as opposed to acting out of anger, which might feel good in the moment, it's not actually impactful for changing hearts and minds. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to sign up for the UR Techie email list. Imagine being in the tech job of your dreams. Join me to get the strategies training and never-ending support to get hired. Sign up at uartechy.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I'll see you next time.